Welcome to Bible study at New Mercy Baptist Church. This is where you can dig into God's word to get understanding and application. As Pastor Grady always asks, what's the best thing in the world? Understanding. Bible study is a time for understanding how to apply what you've learned to your everyday life. On that note, if you have questions about tonight's teaching or questions about your own personal Bible study time, we encourage you to go to newmercybaptist.org, click on the contact us link and share your questions there. We will respond to as many questions as possible at the next Bible study session. We want you to grow in your foundation with God. In these times, it is important that you are rooted in your faith and not tossed about by life's circumstances. We encourage you to get in God's word, tune in, listen closely, take notes, and enjoy tonight's teaching. Good evening. Welcome to a, uh, another Bible study as we spend time in the word of God. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we are just so thankful for you uh, setting aside time and arranging schedules for us to meet at this appointed time to spend time in your word. Holy Spirit, we welcome you to take your rightful place. For you are the one we are looking to, to lead us into all truth. And we surrender unto you. Have your way that we will be more like Christ when we leave this time uh, together today than when we began. And we offer this in the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, we are continuing our study in uh, the epistle of First John. In fact, uh, we completed First uh, John chapter one uh, last week, and we shall begin our exegesis in, in chapter two. But uh, before we do that, let me just uh, say first of all, I think uh, um, it's been a while since I said it, so uh, I think this would be an appropriate time to do that. In the original manuscript, there were no chapters and verses, so uh, the Lord allowed chapters and verses to be placed there so we can have easy reference as we spend time uh, in the word of God. So uh, what I'd like to do uh, is go back into uh, chapter one. Uh, in fact, I want to begin just reading in verse five and we'll go right into chapter two as though there were no division. That way it'll give us some context into what John uh, is saying as we begin our study in chapter two. In chapter one, verse uh, five, it says, this then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If you say that you have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. For if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. I need to read that again. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just 
to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. My little children, these things write I unto you that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. I need to stop right there because what John is saying as we moved into chapter two, that there are levels of spiritual maturity. Amen. It's almost, uh, if I can give, use the analogy uh, of a newborn babe. Uh, a, a, a newborn babe is an infant. Amen. But we continue to nourish that babe and, 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 and sooner or later, uh, that babe becomes a toddler. And, uh, uh, and, and then uh, a, 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 a little child. Amen. And then a, a, a teenager. Uh, before he becomes adult. So there are stages of physical growth. There are also stages of spiritual growth as well. And, and what John says in verse 2, he, 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 he says, my little children. Uh, that, that's a Greek word is technion. It, it, it means, uh, it means, a child who goes out to play. He's a little older than a toddler. Amen. But he's still a child that's able to play. And he, he a little child. And he uses the term, my little children, these things I write to you that ye sin not. Remember now in chapter one, he said, if anyone says he, he doesn't sin, he deceives himself. Amen. Come on. Uh, uh, he makes God a liar to say that he sinned. Why? Because we all sin. Amen. And, and fall short. I need you to listen to me now because it's important for you to understand we all sin, but we don't need to use our uh, sinfulness as an, and a, as an occasion to keep sinning. As though we can't help ourselves. And what John wants us to know uh, is, is that we can help ourselves. We, we, in other words, even though we sin, it's not because we got to sin. <laughs> oh, you need to hear me. It's because we choose to sin or we've been deceived into sinning. It, it's not like I don't have any choice. Amen. We are able not to sin. Let me say that again. We are able not to sin. Come on. See, Jesus not only died for our sin, but he died as our sin. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's good. I need to write that down myself. He not only died for our sin, but he died as our sin. Amen. And when he died, we died. 
Oh, you need to hear me. When he was buried, we were buried. And when he rose from the grave, we rose uh, with him. Come on. Amen. He not only, he, he not only gave his life for us, he gave his life to us. <laughs> and because we have the same spirit that raised the Lord Jesus from the dead is now residing in us as we mature and begin to hear his still small voice and are willing to be obedient to the voice that we hear we don't have to sin. Oh, let me put it this way. We all sin. Please hear me. But 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 that doesn't mean we have to sin. Oh. And the Lord loves us so much, he continues to work on us in the areas that we still fall short. Come on. I, I don't know about you, but I want to do better today. Amen. I, I'm, I'm more willing to be obedient today. I, I'm not all the way there yet, but I'm heading in the right direction. But if you're not careful, because we all sin, you'll use that as a justification to do what you want to do anyway. But you need to come to the point, as I have, to understand that you will never, oh, somebody say never, you will never please your flesh. <laughs> your flesh always wants more of whatever it is that turns it on. And, and your flesh is one of the things the enemy uses to keep us tripped up. Come on, somebody. But Jesus has already paid the penalty. So my position is in Christ is one of righteousness. And what I have to do on a daily basis is bring my actions in line with who I am in, in Christ Jesus. And what John is saying here, my, my little children, these things I write unto you that ye sin not. Oh, one thing I like about this spiritual journey that we are on is... I choose to learn from my mistakes. That's one thing. I, I, I believe that's one of the reasons why God called David a man after his own heart because uh, David sinned just like we do. Amen. But as I study God's word, I never see uh, David, once he came into the revelation of his sin, go back to it again. <laughs> come, come on. Amen. David sinned, but once he felt a conviction from the Holy Spirit and repented of that thing, he never went back again. I wish I could say that, <laughs> but, but I'm getting better at it. Amen. Amen. And, and that's what uh, John is telling my little children. These things I write unto you that you sin not. 
In other words, John said, learn from what I'm teaching you, little children. Amen. In order for you to mature, some things you got to know. Oh, I'm about to get ahead of myself. Uh, he, he goes on in, in, in verse one and says, and if any man sin, we have an advocate. Somebody say, thank the Lord. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the father. We, we have an, an adjudicator. We, we have a lawyer. We, we have someone. In fact, that's what Jesus does for us today as our high priest. He's seated at the right hand of the father, making intercession for us. Oh, I thank God uh, for, for the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. We, we got two that are making intercession for us. The uh, Holy Spirit is here helping us in our daily walk. And the Lord Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father making intercession for us when we do mess up. Come on. He says, and if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father Jesus Christ, the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the world. That's what I was saying before, uh, because we who have accepted Jesus Christ, we are now in Christ. Oh, I don't want to get too deep on this. But because we're in Christ, amen, when he died, we died with him. And one thing I've discovered, a dead man can't sin. <laughs> Come on. So, so uh, uh, that's my position. But the problem is that's not always my practice. So what I have to do is bring my practice in line with my position. And I do that through repentance. One thing I've discovered about my journey is, I don't know about uh, uh, you, but some of you who are, are, are seasoned saints like I am, uh, when, when I was in, in school, it used to be something in school called social promotion. Uh, come on, Dave, if you're in the second grade uh, for three, four years, the teacher just passed you on out <laughs> to get rid of you. Come on, somebody. Uh, but But... There's no such thing as social promotion in the body of Christ. You're going to keep going over that same uh, lesson over and over again uh, until you do it the way God says do it. That, that's where obedience has such a powerful play in our spiritual maturity. Spiritual maturity um, is not predicated on your chronological age. Let me say that again. Spiritual maturity is, is, is not predicated on your physical age. I find myself today being invited more and more, and more to speak at senior events. And, and I asked my wife, I said, it's, I think it's strange. I'm, I'm being called to preach more and more to, uh, to, to seniors. Uh, saints. I wonder what's going on. And my wife straightened me out. She said, that's because you be one now. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Amen. And, and when I do, I, I almost all times 
saying whatever I'm saying. The only thing I can think of worse than a fool is an old fool. <laughs> Some things we ought to learn just out of uh, uh, life itself. Come on, somebody. But, but the worst thing in the world is to be an old fool. Look like we ought to have learned something through life's experiences. Come on. Uh, and, and he says, G, uh, John says, but we have an advocate uh, with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Verse 3. Hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Oh, this thing is so good. I can just spend the whole uh, uh, session on, on these couple of verses. Look like that's what I'm doing anyway. <laughs> but, but this thing is so good. He says, hereby we, we know that we know him. You see, that, that Greek word that he uses is gnosko, to, to know. That, that, that's more than just knowing somebody's name. Come on. Uh, if you were to ask me, uh, do you know Denzel Washington? I say, yeah, I know Denzel. Amen. I've seen many of his movies. And, and I know I can recognize him when I see him. Come on. Uh, but that does that really mean I know him? That's not this word that John is using him. Uh, th this word is, is an experiential knowledge. It, it's through relationship. I know Denzel, but I don't have a relationship with him. If I had a relationship with Denzel, not only would I know him, but he would know me. And I... I can almost guarantee you Denzel Washington does not know Grady Caldwell. So that means I, I really don't know him. I just know his name. I just can recognize his face. But, but what John is saying here, hereby we do know that we know him. Here is how you know that you know God. How you know that you know the Lord Jesus Christ. If you keep his commandments. You see, you can't know the Lord Jesus experientially and be willfully disobedient to what he says. Why? Because through knowing him, you know, have come to know that Jesus has nothing but your best interest in heart, in mind. You know that he would never tell you to do anything uh, for your destruction. Because you know him. That, that means you know his character. Amen. You see, I know Jesus as Jehovah Yasha. I know him as the Lord, my deliverer. Why? Because he delivered me. 
Amen. I know him as Jehovah Rapha. I know him as, as the Lord God, my healer. Why? Because he's healed me. I know him as Jehovah Jireh. Uh, because he's provided for me when it looked like there was no other way. And when you come to know him for yourself, that's what, that's what John is talking about for him. Can't nobody talk you out of it. Amen. I know him as my savior. Listen. He saved me. <laughs> Lord, I hope I can get this across to you. Your relationship with, with the Lord Jesus is not predicated on how, on how high you can jump in the spirit, how you can shout in the spirit, but it's predicated on how you walk when you come down. And that's what John is talking about in verse 3. And hereby, we do know that we know him. If we keep his commandments. Jesus put it this way. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, this is how you show me your love for me, by doing what I tell you to do. Come on. Jesus says, I'm not giving you suggestions. I'm giving you commands. And to the degree that we obey him is to the degree that we love him and to the degree of our spiritual maturity. Come on. L listen. You can tell me all day how much you love the Lord. But that really doesn't determine how much you love him. How are you walking in obedience? As we talked about in chapter one, how are you walking in the light? <laughs> that, that determines your love for him. It is through your obedience to him. Why? Because we who are in Christ, we just can't sin anymore without justifying in our own mind why it was all right. Come on. And that's how we are deceived by the enemy and falling into sin because we fall prey to the enemy's tricks. Listen, if you are in Christ, please hear me. If you are in Christ, Satan can't Make you do anything. Oh, I, I pray if you don't get anything else, you, you need to understand that. You, you don't belong to him anymore. He just that can't just uh, ride rampant in your life anymore. Jesus Christ reigns in your life. And, and Satan can't make you do anything. But the other thing, the Lord Jesus Christ won't make you do right. Come on. The Lord is not going to make you do the right thing. Amen. 
But I tell you what he will do. <laughs> and please hear me. I'm not talking about what I heard. I'm talking about what I know. The Lord Jesus Christ will allow you to go through whatever you need to go through to make you change your mind about what you do. <laughs> Come on. Amen. He, he won't make you, but he'll allow you to get in a place you're willing to change your mind and do it his way. I'm not talking about what I heard. I'm talking about what I know. And, and just like John, I'm sharing this with you, hopefully to help you avoid going through some of the pitfalls that I fell in. See, there's a difference between forgiveness. For, forgiveness in and of itself means that you recognize you did something wrong. I can't ask for forgiveness unless I recognize I need it. Come on. And, and, and look at what he said, verse 3 again. And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Verse 4. He that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar. And the truth is not in him. Oh, listen, you don't need a, a biblical scholar <laughs> to help you to understand what John just said. Let me say it again. He that saith, I know him. And you don't keep his commandments or you don't do what he says. You're a liar. Listen, I ain't calling you no liar. I'm just repeating what he said. <laughs> and the truth is not in him. Let me go to verse 5 and, 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 and we'll uh, go back. But whoso keepeth his, but, but whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. When we become obedient to his word. L listen. And he just told us uh, in, in, in verse in, in uh, chapter one. If we sin uh, and confess uh, that we sin. He's faithful to forgive us. Why? Because of his forgiveness. When we accepted Jesus Christ, we became justified. That's my position. Come on. I'm now just as though I had never sinned. But forgiveness keeps me clean. Mm -mm -mm. See, forgiveness presumes guilt. I don't need to be forgiven for anything that I didn't do. So I automatically presume gift, uh, guilt as a result. But justification uh, presumes righteousness. I am righteous. Come on. Not because of myself, but because of what Jesus Christ did for me. 
He, you see, he took all my sin, past, present, and future, but he didn't just stop there. He turned around and gave me his righteousness. That's my position now. And as I said earlier, what I have to do on a daily basis is bring my actions in line with who I am. Amen. I have to bring my practice in line with my position. That's why I have to walk in who I am through justification. Amen. And I have to walk in a spirit of repentance for where I mess up. I pray that you hear me. Forgiveness says that God is merciful. Justification says God is just. Amen. Forgiveness is conditional. Forgiveness is, is dependent on me asking for it. I have to ask. That's the condition. Amen. I have to ask for it. Justification is unconditional. Because of my position in Christ Jesus. Uh, let me go back to verse 3. And hereby we do know him experientially. Hereby do we know that we know him. If we do what he says to do. And can I be honest with you? Some things he tells me to do, I don't want to do. But it's not dependent on my emotions. It's dependent on my obedience. See, he tells me stuff like, I got to love my enemy. Come on, somebody. I, I haven't been saved all my life, and, and I know how to get my enemy off me. Come on, even if I have to sneak him. <laughs> oh, come on. Y'all ain't been saved all your life either. Amen. Uh, I'll get you behind your back <laughs> when I was out there. Amen. But, 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 but he tell me I can't do that no more. In order for me not to do that anymore, I had to come to the point of understanding that forgiveness, listen to me good, forgiveness is not an emotion. I can't wait till I feel like forgiving. Forgiveness begins with obedience. Where I don't feel like it, but I choose to release that hurt. And not act on it. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on. And what I've come to understand in my spiritual journey. Is once I make that decision. Sooner or later my emotions will line up with the decision. That, that I made. But I can't allow my emotions to drive the car. I have to allow my obedience to take the wheel. 
Oh, I ho listen, I hope you get this. Because the, the enemy tripped me up for so long uh, behind my emotions. I don't have to feel like being obedient. I have to decide to do what he says. And what I've discovered, he will empower me to walk in that decision. But it's a choice where I choose. Uh, and when I choose to be obedient to him, that, that shows me the level of my love for him. Listen. Who am I to harbor resentments against somebody else when the Lord Jesus was so willing to forgive me for the stuff I did? Folk, the stuff other folk did to me doesn't even compare to what I did to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, David put it this way, uh, against thee and thee only have I sinned. Because before I sin against you, I have to have sinned against him in order to sin against you. Amen. Because he, he knows my thoughts even before I think them. And sin doesn't begin with the action. It begins with the thought. And I had to choose to meditate on that thought. And if you meditate on it long enough, you're going to act on it. Oh, I'm trying to help somebody today. But John puts it this way, and, and, and we are close with this. And hereby... We do know that we know him. See, I know in my knower that I know him. If we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar. And the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word. In him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. Remember he started this chapter with my little children. <laughs> These things I write unto you that ye sin not. And, and I want to close with that today. These things I'm, I'm telling you that you sin not. And if, and if you do mess up, know that you have an advocate, Jesus the Christ, seated at the right hand of the Father, uh, making intercession for you. Your sin has been covered. But please hear me. Forgiveness of sin does not eliminate consequences of your sin. Oh, you better hear me. There are still consequences uh, for sinning, uh, particularly when we are willfully disobedient. Because of his love for us, what God will do is turn up the heat. If, if you don't learn what God has for you to learn through what you are presently going through. Because of his love, he's going to turn the heat up. And like my grandmama used to say, house never got to get for you to understand God's love for you. He's not going to allow uh, the blood that he allowed his sons to shed uh, 
for us to continue in willful disobedience. Uh, love requires correction. And he has given us his spirit to, uh, who resides in us uh, to lead us into all truth. And the journey begins with us accepting him. Amen. And as we do, we begin to distinguish his voice clearer as we mature. Amen. We, 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 we're no more infants. Amen. We are now little children. And little children means, when he says little children, means you are old enough to hear and understand what you are saying. It's your choice whether you're going to be obedient to it. Oh, I think we'll stop right there today, but uh, this thing is so good. Uh, and if we are able to comprehend and apply what the Lord has for us through the apostle uh, John, uh, it's amazing where God is going to take us. Well, um, if you're here today and you never received Jesus, today would be a good day to do it. If, if that's you and you want to do it, just repeat after me. Father, I come before you recognizing that I'm a sinner and I cannot save myself. But I thank you that you love me so much that you allowed your son Jesus to pay my sin debt. Jesus, I invite you. Come into my heart. Fill me with your spirit. And I commit the rest of my life to you. Order my steps uh, to your glory. In Jesus' name. I receive it by faith. Amen. Well, if that's you, just drop us a note. Put it in the chat how we can reach out to you. We'd like to put some resources in your hand to continue you on your journey. And if you live in this area, we'd love for you to connect with us. And we covenant to help you walk out uh, your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's Bible study. If you accepted Christ tonight, welcome to the kingdom of God. We are rejoicing with heaven over your decision. Remember, if you have a question about tonight's teaching or your own personal Bible study time, we would love to answer them and help you on your spiritual journey. Be sure to visit newmercybaptist.org or follow us on Facebook or subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay connected. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Until next time, be blessed.